If you like looping or loop artists, or you're a loop artist yourself, or you're thinking about getting into looping, then welcome to my channel. My name is JP, and this is How Do You Loop? In these series of interviews, I dive into the minds of different loop artists from different genres around the world. We ask them, why do you loop? What do you use to loop? More importantly, how do you use that equipment? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. John Wynn here. There he is. Whoa, look at the guns. It's for you, John. Oh, thanks. Thanks very much. That's awesome. For those of you who don't know who John Wynn is, John Wynn, can you please describe yourself and what you do and who you are? My name is John Wynn. I'm uh, almost 38. Uh, I'm a live looper. Like a lot of us watching this channel, um, I've been doing it roughly since 2015-ish. That's when I first bought a loop station. And ever since then, I've been live gigging. And, and now I just want to see what I can do on YouTube and edit a few videos and see what we can put up there. And obviously following your advice and your tricks and tips. Was, uh... <laughs> oh, stop. It's not about me. Um, that's cool. Thank you, John. Describe to me why you decided back then in whenever it was, 2015, 14, 15, you decided... I'm going to use a loop pedal. It was it was totally by accident. I wanted to gig. I had a, I had a long time off playing with bands and gigs uh, when my, my daughters were very young. And then I thought, I want to get out gigging. So I started getting some backing tracks together. So it's like playing along to backing tracks or playing acoustically and singing. And then just by accident, I was on YouTube. And I come across, a, I think it's a very famous video now, of Randolph Ariola. Yeah. And he's playing with or without you. And I thought, what the hell is this? It, it was... It was Cool, it blew my mind. It was With or Without You by U2 as well. Great track. And then um, from then, I just, I just started exploring different videos, watching the likes of Brian Fitty as well, does like a lot of R&B and funk. And I thought, that's cool. And then I started like um, getting out and looking at other artists, gigging around the area, seeing, I um, don't know if you remember a guy called Kenny and the Energy. Yeah, he, yeah, I know Kenny. Yeah. He, had, uh, he had like a guitar and ukulele kind of hybrid thing. And he was yes. making like whistling noise and stuff, you know, very artistic. They're very funny with his act on stage as well. Don't you know man, loco? And then I noticed uh, Samwise. Uh, Sam Jones, friend of ours. I noticed that he was using a loop station. I thought, right, okay, this is what I've got to do. It's what I've got to get into. So then I just started looking at videos and I would like sit down with, um, with a writing pad and I'd, uh, I'd basically draw out a loop pedal and all the different instruments that go into it and out of it and how right. it separates different sounds. And yeah, it was just a lot of homework before I actually bought the loop pedal itself. So more like the rig, more like the what like the, the actual rig. Yeah, yeah, definitely look, looking at the rig sort of things. I mean, right. my, uh, I sent me some pictures of my first rig. Um, the first thing that I had was a Digitech stereo Jamman loop pedal. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue one. Yeah, and I got an, uh, I think it was an RC2 yeah. loop pedal. It's a single one, and I linked them both together. But also, what okay. I've done as well, I thought I want to take a live drum kit out with me. So right. I started out an electro drum kit, plugging yeah. that into the auxiliary. Then I thought I want to play a bass guitar, and I want all <laughs> of going through a massive bass amp behind me. So I bought this three hundred watt Ashdown bass amp, and it was taking me like an hour and twenty minutes. This, this thing up and I was just by the time I got on stage I was just sweating I was exhausted I wanted to go home so 
it was just it was equipment everywhere it was just it was chaos and then i thought yeah i can't keep this up so then um gradually i started um getting rid of some of the pedals reducing some of the amplifiers taught myself how to beatbox as well so i thought yeah the drum kick can go there's no need for me to bring that out to learn how to beatbox yeah yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, just uh, kept on swapping and changing a few things until I got the, the RC300. And then right. alongside that, I got the, the Roland GR55, like a bass guitar out of me and a bass amp and a guitar amp. So, well, yeah, yeah. Got, get all the sounds in one unit, link them both together, and off I go. It's funny because you literally took the um, the, the phrase one-man band <laughs> and took every that's instrument it. with you. Uh, <laughs> that's really funny. That's the cool. The stage that Aerosmith was playing. No, I know this from your setup anyway because we've had many conversations about it, but um, the GR55 can, kind of becomes like the, the sort of staple of your looping. The other thing as well is that you made a fundamental switch um, from your looping. You kind of went away from the you know, the Katie Tunstall and then Ed Sheeran lark, and you changed over to electric. So was that because you wanted the band element and you went to electric guitar because you said you started with an acoustic? That was, uh, I'm a massive Nile Rodgers fan. I, I always loved this style of playing, even since I was a kid. So for me, it was always going to be a Fender Strat as soon as I had the money to buy one. So that was uh, that was simply why I'd done that. And I love funk music, I love disco, I just love that old school feel to it. And yeah. that's just, what I wanted to do uh, with my loops just to be a little bit different and old school disco-y vibe you know if anyone has ever seen John play live uh, if you're in the northwest area check uh, of the UK check John out because um, there is definitely a funk dance vibe to your nights So with that in mind, with the tr with the tracks that you do in sort of pubs and clubs when you're playing covers, how do you structure the loops? First of all, I always, um, set one, set two is always different. So set one, I loop everything. Everything gets looped, the beatboxing. Um, I always start off with the, off with the beat, um, you know, just some phrases where it's a, you know, bouncing cat. Yeah. Always start off with that, get a bit of a groove going, but also get talking to people as well. You know, I'm there to basically, you know, make sure the bar or the venue is successful. Make sure, you know, they're making money behind the bar. Everyone's having a good time. Come on, Goldilocks. Not you, Goldilocks. That's Goldilocks. Get that sweet ass up here right now. Okay, give your drink to someone. Hey, look at your turn. So while this is building, I'm, I'm talking to people, I'm engaged in them. Is it anyone's birthday? Is anyone celebrating anything? Uh, has anyone got divorced? You know, we can celebrate that. Uh, absolutely anything. Just to engage with the whole room. Um, always start off with something like that. Get everyone warmed up. And yeah. then when we go into um, set two, I always use preset drum beats. Right, okay. I think by then, everyone's a little bit drunk. Everyone's a little bit merry and wants to party and dance. And they don't want to yeah. hear me down a microphone plus as well it's really noisy so i always have that danger of that sound of the bar bleeding into the microphone and right. coming back up again while i'm beatboxing 
So that's why I tend to use the preset drum beats. So your preset drum beats are still, are they beatboxing, but from, you've done from home or are the rhythms that are coming out of the RC 300 or 600 or whatever you're using? No, no, I went completely different. Um, I've used a range of different beats, which have, um, I have used like something from Apple Loops. You oh, know, yeah. put a few together from there. And then I'll just basically, you know, whether it's on the iPad or the computer, the headphone jack straight into the auxiliary input into the RC right. and press record. So, the, so the beat, so the beat is playing live from the iPad, and you're recording it live in the moment. Like, is that what you're saying? Uh, I've actually recorded a few measures to the RC three hundred that I was using, and it's yeah. actually saved. So you're using the memories. You're using the memories in the three hundred to kind of like each memory is a song. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, just to store those beats. Fantastic. Okay, cool. That's brilliant. So of course, obviously, by doing that, you're as you said, everyone's wants to get up and dance, and you're kind of reducing the amount of time uh, it takes to build up the track. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Cool. definitely. I think Fantastic. that's quite important, especially in those laser sets. Keep the interest of everyone. Keep them moving. So let's talk gear. Um, we we no not we me I I know that you use the RC three hundred and you're using the GR fifty five as we've explained. Yeah. But you had something happen to your GR fifty five. Do you want to tell the audience what happened? Yeah, it still hurts, John. It still hurts. It was a Christmas party gig in our local area, and okay. taking a break, I left the playlist playing in between sets. I turn around and I heard this crash. Somebody had, um, had bumped into my speakers, knocked them over. Uh, I noticed my, uh, my MacBook here that was playing all the backing tracks from, you know, for the uh, karaoke, so not karaoke, DJing. Yeah. See, it, it got me that much, I can't even get my words out. My guitar had fallen over, my Fender Strat, so I'm oh. running the guitar, um, and I'm looking around, for, oh, looks okay, and then I look down, and then there's the screen of the GR55, just blinking blue and it's all cracked and smashed like, yeah i don't want to swear on your channel i, I don't i don't want to i don't want to swear you know, there, but yeah, yeah that's all right lots of lots of four letter words were said about indeed too many far too many um i've been i still haven't got it repaired right and I, I need to really get it repaired the um but now i'm gigging blind i can't see what effect i'm on but luckily, I mean, I never really looked at it anyway. I just used the dials on the GK3 pickup. My delay is like five up. Um, my my bass guitar is one over. My my yeah. main guitar is five down, and and that's how a gig. So you are literally gigging with a mind map. That's cool. Um, for all the people who turn around and go, this screen isn't big enough. I need a touch screen or this, that, and the other. John Wynn here, ladies and gentlemen, is gigging blind, uh, knowing yeah. exactly where his presets are by going five up, one across, three down. Uh, and for a full house, uh, he's going to get his uh, screen repaired. So for now, um, you've kind of moved over to a paddle that's prior to the GR55, right? Yeah, just for the new uh, for the new setup. Um, so it's a Boss GP10. Okay. Uh, I will be using that until I get the GR55 repaired or replace okay. it. Right. So it's it's a it's an interim pedal at the moment. How are you finding it? It's pretty good. It took me a long time to um, to kind of like match the effects to the GR55. I had to plug both of them in and play and strum and make sure the settings were that they're not quite there. Right. The here is it going to get? In all honesty, the GR55 is just a more powerful pedal. It's 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 yeah. far superior. The bass tone that I have in particular, I mean, everyone comments on that bass tone. It's it's beefy, it's got a punch, it's got a little bit of a growl to it as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's something I'm definitely trying to replicate at the moment. It's more than any other effect is that bass. Just to get that across on the PA, just to get it like pushing through the yeah. audience, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So it's an interim pedal. So obviously if you get the GR55 either replaced or repaired, once you, if you get the GR55, you'll put that back in and take the GP10 out. Yeah, definitely, just in case someone breaks it again. So. Yeah, so you've got it. Fair. Hopefully. Oh, God, hopefully not. Wow. Oh, imagine having two. No, I don't even want to say it. No, forget it. I'm not saying that. I'm not cursing. I'm not cursing. I'm not doing commentators' curse, as it were. The um, amount of stuff that damaged. I mean, the the, uh, the case that I've got, you know, the rifle case where I've put all my effects pedals. The amount of times I've had to rivet that back together just because someone's fallen over it. What this means, John, is basically there is a there is a massive need for pubs and clubs to have a dedicated stage. Some British pubs are old pubs. You're stuck in the corner and yeah. you, you just have to do with what you do with. Again, when you have a look at John's channel and have a look at how he plays with the RC300, he, he just mentioned it there and didn't use a pedal board or a flight case. We used a rifle case. Talk to me about the rifle case. It was the only thing long enough and deep enough to get the RC300, the GR55, and the vocalist effect pedal that I was using. <laughs> and it gave me Brilliant. a place to plug everything in. And I just wanted something simple. After spending, as I said before, yeah. spent an hour and 20 minutes when I first started setting up, I just yeah. wanted something maybe five minutes, plunk it on the floor, you know, left and right channel out, microphone in, guitar in, plug in, play, off you go. Brilliant. So yeah, so that was the only thing long enough. So if obviously the moral of the story is, if you want obviously you know the big gun arms like John's got, then buy all the speakers and take them on stage and take an hour hour a night to set up, and you know, you'll have guns in no time. Going from a rifle case and a broken GR fifty five, your main looper is the RC three hundred, or it was the RC three hundred. How long did you have the three hundred for? Late twenty fifteen, early twenty sixteen. I want to say. And are you using it in like? this normal way of using it in like a multi-motor you got three loops going at the same time do you ever do a single mode where you like could do like a verse chorus bridge or does it depend song to song um no the way i do it is um for i'll use it for an example i use something i do in my second set i'll um my third song and i'll do good times by chic okay nice um funky so drum tracks go in on track two i'll play the bass line I'll play that. Third nice. track is cargo and then I Rogers. And then I find if I switch the bass guitar off on track two, I can play Superstition by Stevie Wonder, the bass line nice. for the guitar part. Right. And also I'll play the bass line to um oh Burn Rubber on Me by the Gap Band. Right, okay. <laughs> that fits perfectly over that guitar part as well. I play Superstition, so I might have to rob this, but that's cool. That's a cool idea. I like that. Yeah, I'm testing out things all the time. Do you lay out your tracks, like track one is your drums, track two is your bass, track three yeah. is your guitar? Do you always have it in a, like in a set way? Pretty much, yeah. It depends on the song. Um, yeah. Usually, I mean, typically, if I'm doing a long train running, which, you know, is a, is a favourite of mine to always perform. We don't have I'll yeah. only use track one, track two, so don't use a third on that. You don't so. use all three. Yeah, depends on the track, doesn't it? Or, so, or if I'm doing um, End of the Road, you know, Boys to Men, I'll use all three. So you used a harmonizer, which um, for a little while you, I saw a photograph 
well, it was actually a photograph. It was um, one of your Lotus videos. And on the kind yeah. of left-hand side, you switched your old harmonizer out for the TC Helicon Voice Live Play Electric. Uh, I've yeah. got the acoustic version, which is the black one. You've got the blue one, which is the uh, electric. So that's a fairly new pedal for you, right? Yeah, I've had it for a little while. Um, I do like the units. Mm. Um, it's got some great sounds on there. Uh, however, though, the only reason I put that one in there is because I was getting a little bit of um, like mains hum. Uh, the Digitech is um, it's it's great for me. It's just simple, um, you know, two part, three part harmony, yeah. and a on and off, and yeah. that, that's all I need um, really. Yeah. I mean, I'll just have like a beatbox setting, or it's like straight talking, just flat, no effects whatsoever. Yeah. Or you know, I'll hit the middle button, which is all my effects, and then that's when mm. a little bit of reverb, a little bit of delay comes in as well. And that's all I tend to use, but I think I do like the TC Helicon. But I think for me to get to where I need to be for each song, it's going to take a lot of tap dancing, just you yeah. know, effects down and so on. I mean, I use mine quite a lot, and I have a lot of effects on mine, but they're all vocal effects, and then you can change it so the the guitar input is the same all the way through. Now it has guitar effects on as well, but of course, if you're using GR55 or the GP10, you're probably yep. just going in and out, right? You're just you're not really using the effects for the guitar on that one. In fact, I have the guitar switched down there because there is like a line in. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, you, are you lining in just for the harmonies so it can pick up like the chords? Just for the right? harmonies. Right, right, right. Cool. So yeah, so the, the it's it's a different pedal really because it's tr it's probably doing more than you need in that respect. Now the main yep. thing right now, of course, the big change is there's two big changes. Right now you've got two pedal boards, haven't you? Because you've had the RC three hundred with the GR fifty five, and right now you've now switched over to the RC six hundred with the GP10, which will soon be a new GR55, but the big one is the RC600. First of all, what do you think? What do you think about the changeover from the 300 to the 600? I, I, I love it. It's uh, it's fantastic. Um, I like that we've got more tracks to play with. Mm. I like that we can put every pedal in single mode as well, yeah, which is yeah. mm. great. And also as well, the amount of um, bars, you don't need to play as many bars uh, to create the, um, the beatbox. So yeah. on the... Uh, the RC three hundred, you have to go, and then this will just go. Yeah. This you just spit once and press record. <laughs> just keep on going so that, that's what i love about it it just cuts down that time if you have a look at things that the beatboxers are doing on things like the swiss beats channel uh where they're using the rc505 the tabletop one they're literally going and it's like like each one each one and then it's going boom 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 and they've only done it once they go and it literally will just like it can be so so short um yeah. which is so good in that respect the other thing i wanted to ask you because you're a bit like me in the sense we play like local pubs and clubs how have you found like the sound quality because of course the quality from the 300 uh going up to the 600 is now 32 bit floating has that made yeah. a difference at all have you rooted anything like you obviously just got a stereo out or have you got it like into multi out or anything like that at all i've just been um playing it with mono out because i've only used it in the house just got some brand new jbls as well which are they are mints they're very powerful um nice. i've not been able to gig it through that yes i think the neighbors go crazy <laughs> so we haven't yet done a gig with the 600 is that correct oh yeah okay. no i mean i've only um put that video up the other day we're put on the um the pedal toppers yes so, so that was a great little addition as well because that's one thing 
I mean, I was being very picky if I said I didn't like anything about the RC600 because I like everything about it. But okay. it was for that coverage of the pedal that the... Um, yeah. I just wanted them a little bit bigger because, um, you know, when I'm playing, I might do a double hit, like a double start, like a start on one and a start on two at the same time, yeah. especially preset drum beats on there. So I want to, like, come in nice and hot with that bass line as well as the drum beat kicking in. No, I get you totally. I've done exactly the same, so I've got pedal toppers on mine. The other thing I found as well is it depends also what kind of shoes you're wearing. Um, so if you've got the little switches, um, if I've got soft sketches and I press it, this, it just goes into the actual sketches and it doesn't press the button. Um, so it depends on the sole of the feet. If you've got hard yeah. soles, it's absolutely fine. But if you've got a little bit of a softer trainer, for example, um, yeah, a pedal topper can do you wonders, uh, definitely for double tapping and things like that. That's really really yeah. cool but i found these from watching um have you seen that guy on youtube mike love yeah yeah of course yeah mike loves fantastic yeah he's, he's like he's, he's in his bare feet yeah. and you know he's playing i, mean, I watched this song the other day i was like bloody hell how, how's he doing that you're not you're he not would, talking about holiday are you where he sings all the bits you go ah, yeah oh ah. i will be the change i'm seeking manifest the words i'm speaking i refuse to be yeah, yeah, it's a well-known yeah, looping video. It's fantastic. And broken up the syllables and then sang a yeah. syllable at a time and all backwards. It's it's amazing. It's it's really cool. It's it's really cleverly um, formulated that 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 one. Yeah. And it's um, what's amazing is if you watch uh, the B-roll, as it were, that the, the shot of the loop pedal. There's a part where he just goes. And he's so quick, and he knows where everything is. You can just see he's he obviously uses it a lot in that in that setup. That leads me nicely on to actually muscle memory. Um, so the question I have for you, of course, the three hundred has got the expression pedal, uh, and also the start stop is in a very specific place. How have yeah. you found changing over to things like that? Yeah, I've got a little frown line here. Yeah. So prior getting the RC three hundred, I didn't have that line. So. <laughs> <laughs> that that appeared. That's some fucking. I was like, "What the hell am I doing?" You know. And now I'm just afraid I'm going to get more wrinkles on my forehead looking down at this thing. I'm pointing down because it's actually below there. Pointing yeah. down at that and actually learning how to how to use this thing. And, and again, yeah, the muscle memory, just being able to look at the audience and just know where your feet are going. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to take a little while. But you know what? It's a work in progress. I'm going to take my time with it, learn how to use it properly, and also uh, get some new songs going and just make sure it just flows. And then the other alternative you can do, of course, if the muscle memory obviously um, kicks in too much for the 300 and you start getting multiple multiple ones like this, uh, where yeah. you're learning multiple different pedal boards, um, you could always change where the button is because, of course, you can completely customise um, the, th the, th the 600. So because yeah. you can customise the nine switches. Is that... From from what you do, is that something that's really tempting to do, or is it just a oh crap that's going to be like over there, and then the next switch it's going to be over there? Is that too much? You just want it to be simple and what it says. Uh, what I always say, what it says on the tin, or like what it's written, or do you want to change that? Um, there's not too much you want to change. I mean, I suppose there is um, one thing I have utilized so far is that is the mic kill switch. Don't get that bleed coming back through. But I did wonder, I was going to ask you about, is there a way of setting it up so you can actually change um, where the microphone is going? So the microphone will stay on and you can actually bring it in and out of the loop process. Yeah, I'd have to figure that out for you though. <laughs> um, it's cool to do just to be able to, to beatbox, you know, press yeah. a button and you can still talk while recording the guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think no. So, that, so you want to you want to you want to but what you want to have it so it's not just permanently bypassed it's bypassed once you press the button or using like yeah. an external pedal to press it yeah 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 alternatively what you would then do is inst- if if you can't do it I can't think of the top of my head if you can do that but if you can't do that then of course then that comes into somewhere where you have like an AB switcher that goes in and then um, there's a guy called uh, David Shannon hello. My name's David Shannon. Who I've also interviewed on this channel, and he has an AB switcher, and then um, now uh, Carl Walkner's doing the same thing. He used to use two microphones all the time, and now yeah. he's got a, a one microphone in, and it goes to two places. So one goes to the house PA, and then when you switch it over, it goes into the looper. But there's some nice little pedals. There's a company called Loopy, uh, Loopy Pedals, an Australian company, and they do ones like that. Um, there's a couple of other ones in the UK, and, and some in the US as well. Have you found your perfect setup yet um be picky come on <laughs> i think just uh, just tweaking this rc 600 i think then okay. i'll find that perfect setting could you do a gig with just the rc 600 like if i took away your gr55 if i took away the gp10 if i took away the harmonizer and you've just got the effects which do have guitar effects but you just right. had a 600 on stage with a microphone and a guitar lead could you do it i reckon i could do it i think what i'll do is message jp and say jp I don't make this sound like a really good bass. <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent answer. <laughs> I'm still tweaking my bass, so uh, yeah, no fair enough on that. That's cool. It would be great if, if Boss or someone could come up with a great standalone bass effect just to make your guitar sound like a bass. about that warble sound that you get from the, uh, I forgot the name of the, the, the octave pedal that Boss does. OC5 um, or the OC3. It, yeah, it's like there is a little bit of a warble sound there, especially when you start yeah. playing those lower notes. You know, to get a yeah. decent sound, you have to play right down the neck. The, with the MIDI pedals, you don't get that at all. I, I've spoken to a couple of people who predominantly play acoustic. How is that with? How is an OC five with an electric? How does that? How does that change? I did try one out in Dawson's a few years ago, and there was a little bit of a warble effect there. The five only came out, I think, was it last year? Um, so I don't know whether they've fix that someone will let us yeah. know i'm sure um so i've never gone out and searched for one because i use voice for bass i'm boom 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 boom, boom and i do it that way so um, yeah so, that's interesting oh uh, yeah i was watching the video recently of the, the barry white effect oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah use that when i'm talking to ladies in the audience you know we just want to switch on hey, hey, how are you doing what is the best and what is the worst part about being a loop artist ah <sighs> I think the best part you can rely on yourself. There's no, there's no egos that you sometimes get in bands. Not in all bands, but you sometimes do get egos where you'll get a drummer who wants to, you know, outperform someone else, or a guitarist who wants to whack it right up during those leads, you know, breaks. With this, yeah. you want everything to sit perfectly within the song. You, you know, yeah. you're always, I always use an ear monitor, so I'm always listening to the mix, making sure. Um, you know, my beatbox is not too strong. You know, my, my bass isn't drowning out everything. Uh, yeah. My back vocals aren't too loud when I'm recorded them. I just want everything to sit nicely. So it's total control, basically. Control freak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst thing? Um, the worst thing, oh, it comes down to that uh, that personal metronome thing. Um, sometimes you don't hit a pedal on time, and then you've done a full loop, and then you realise it's not recorded. And then about five seconds later, it'll come back, and you're like, oh, to delete the whole thing and start again and that that is the worst thing really it can kill the momentum a little bit have you ever had that situation where people are going they're just backing tracks all the time (laughs) you'll get like i think it's great when another musician comes along 
because they can see what you're doing, especially if you're doing like the mashups or like I said before, you know, taking, you know, a different baseline and putting it over something else, then bringing the original baseline back in. And mm-hmm. just meeting and talking to people after a show who appreciate that, like, oh, that was pretty good, that. But yeah, the majority of people are just out for a good time. They just want to dance. Um, they don't, some people just don't understand it. But it's mm. fine. I'm up there. I'm enjoying myself and I enjoy the process and you know, I'm having a good time. So your channel now, let's move over to your YouTube channel. Obviously, you've had your channel for quite a couple of years, but you've kind of only just started to do things a little bit more frequently. Um, yeah. So have a look. Obviously, we've got the channel John Wynn, uh, and it is just your name, which is fantastic. And obviously, you're kind of going on your journey with the RC600 so far. Um, yeah. Where do you see your channel in a year's time? Hopefully really successful. Um I'm going to keep on putting songs up. I'm going to keep on putting yeah. a few little tutorials and how I build my song up. And I think I really want to do is um, I want to put my full set list on cool. and just show people how to how to perform those songs. Things that go down really well in venues, uh, things that I've had success with, um, and just put the good stuff on, really, and put a few live gigs up there as well, live videos. Yeah, just, nice. just share share the knowledge so obviously uh for my audience of course who know me full and well when all my songs start to change uh, and become very very much like john's <laughs> you'll know why uh because i've learned all his tricks um so <laughs> you're predominantly a performer and and uh uh, an entertainer um, when you're doing sort of live stuff and you're doing covers are you uh, are you going to be venturing out into your own stuff i'd love to I've written a few songs, um, but yeah, I think it's something I definitely want to explore. All right, I tell you what, yeah, let's do a gigging thing, like where people can book you. Uh, yeah, um, mainly people get me through Facebook. Um, I'm yet to get a website, so it's just John Wynn Live on Facebook or um, Instagram. It's my name backwards uh, at Win John, which is kind of annoying because when I tell people that they don't know how to spell my surname, it's W Y W. So they just what go W-I-N, W-I-N. W-I-N. I can't find you. <laughs> um, cool so obviously if you want to book John uh, for a real live gig or maybe a virtual one uh, if you're in a different country and you wish, or you just want to pay for John to fly out to where you are and perform go and check out his stuff and obviously give John a shout that would be fantastic so for those who haven't yet go and check out John's uh, channel he's obviously um, just at this point just going over 100 subscribers which it's 103 now 103 there you go so we're going to get you even more right. we're going to get you even more it's a journey that I, I i really really wish you the best of luck with mate because it is um you've got a great great talent and also you've got a great personality and i think uh, you would be an absolute legend on youtube so um more videos to come please 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 that's all i'd say I'll, I'll keep them coming Fantastic, fantastic, cool. Now, a couple of things before I go. Don't forget to pick up your How Do You Look t-shirt or hoodie. I'll put that discount code on the screen now. And it's gone. The link for picking up the t-shirt is in the description box below. As always, if you have found the content of this video useful, then please give it a thumbs up. It helps me, but it helps push this video out to other people who might want to watch it. Subscribe to the channel, click the bell, and then you'll know when the next video goes live. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you on the next one.